Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Learn how to turbocharge your marketing results by building repeatable, scalable demand gen systems from Sheila Clefcorn, CEO of KEO Marketing and founder of the Business Owners Marketing Academy. See if you qualify for a complimentary marketing roadmap for your business at keomarketing.com slash audit. You're listening to B2B Growth a daily podcast for B2B leaders. We've interviewed names you've probably heard before, like Gary Vaynerchuk and Simon Sinek, but you've probably never heard from the majority of our guests. That's because the bulk of our interviews aren't with professional speakers and authors. Most of our guests are in the trenches leading sales and marketing teams. They're implementing strategy. They're experimenting with tactics. They're building the fastest growing B2B companies in the world. My name is James Carberry. I'm the founder of Sweetfish Media, a podcast agency for B2B brands, and I'm also one of the co-hosts of this show. When we're not interviewing sales and marketing leaders, you'll hear stories from behind the scenes of our own business. We'll share the ups and downs of our journey as we attempt to take over the world. Just kidding. Well, maybe. Let's get into the show. Welcome back to B2B Growth. I'm your host for today's episode. I'm Sheila Clefcorn, CEO of KEO Marketing. And this is the 10th episode in the hashtag DemandGen series. I am thrilled to be joined today by Tara Ryan, Chief Marketing Officer at Swerve. So Tara, you're an expert in driving big growth with sales and marketing, and you've been named one of the 100 most influential B2B tech marketers in North America, which is pretty exciting. Would you tell our listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're up to at Swerve? Sure, Sheila. I've been the head of marketing um, for 20 plus years now, mostly here in California, but around the globe, mostly enterprise software uh, marketing. And um, Swerve, uh, where I am currently the CMO, is a great product uh, or solution, real-time relevant customer engagement over multi-channels, namely mobile. Um, Mm -hmm. So Swerve um, became very well known in the past few years because of online mobile mobile gaming. And as we know today, as consumers with banking and airlines and travel, there really isn't even healthcare and fitness. There really isn't a minute where we all aren't on our mobile device uh, looking for very relevant customer engagement. So leveraging machine learning and AI to deliver you know, millisecond communications that are hyper-personalized for consumers today. So it's exciting and something not a lot of marketers are taking an advantage of right now. Can you give us an example of one of the solutions that you've yeah. given? Pardon me. Yeah, sure. A good example would be, you know, leveraging geolocation and not just, you know, for airlines letting you know when what gate to arrive at or when your flight might be delayed, but really recognizing, okay, Sheila, I see you're on the 101 and you're, you know, you're running a bit late. Here's where parking is, or here's where you can click and 
get a fast pass through security and, you know, looking at the entire customer journey and, you know, again, delivering that relevant experience to each person one-on-one. I mean, today we can capture up to three years of behavioral data and um, turn that around into a very relevant customer experience. So it's fascinating for B2C marketing, and I've learned a lot because being in B2B marketing um, and the way we automate and drive personalized experiences across the sales cycle, it's been neat to see the parallels. I can imagine, yes. Well, and that's where the whole world is moving, where everything is much more personalized and in real time. So given that, let me ask you this question. I work with a lot of marketers who just feel overwhelmed. They feel overwhelmed with technology. They feel overwhelmed with the pressure to provide more personalized experiences. How do you recommend that they keep focus in a software as a service stack world with limitless possibilities for automation, ABM, analytics, and all kinds of things? Sure. Again, um, I think we're all facing this challenge. I know that at least in the last 10 years, the growth of the marketing SaaS stack has, you know, I think we have thousands of options now, especially everything that adds value to your investment in your main marketing cloud. And so how to choose and how to prioritize. I have meetings. One, I, I like to meet with and stay informed on everything that is new And I'm continually amazed at some of the automation and the tools that we have at our disposal. That being said, budgets are limited. And being Mm -hmm. in growth companies, I've been, uh, the last few companies have been pre-IPO. So a lot of pressure on budgets and growth at the same time. Mm -hmm. So um, my advice and my experience is to really understand what is your product? Is it a long-term consultative sales cycle? Is it transactional? Are you leveraging telesales and telemarketing and really recognizing that no two B2B sales cycles are alike and as well as the marketing automation. So how does marketing fuse with sales and really understand the tools that are necessary? An example would be right now, Bombora is a wonderful vendor that I Mm -hmm. found out about (laughs) four months ago. Our sales cycle was probably two weeks in purchasing and getting that up and live. You know, there's a lot of chatbots that are amazing right now. And those are tools that have helped me bridge the gap with my sales organization and shorten sales cycles in the early stages of pipeline. Mm-hmm. And so those become at the top of my list and they become a priority versus mm-hmm. the hundreds of opportunities that I have with SaaS applications. Um, sure. So you prioritize technology that helps you better partner with sales, it sounds like? It does. Yes. So, and so intent um, data from Bombora, uh, working with a list partner like Zoom Info or EverStream. Absolutely. Like I, I yeah. work with marketing operations and sales operations and marketing and, and also telemarketing. I ask mm-hmm. that we all meet together. We meet weekly. <laughs> yeah, we that's important. Review what tools we're working, what is in our SaaS stack. And then I also like to make sure that it's just not too many. Um, when I walked into Coupa, for example, we had over 20 SaaS apps in marketing automation. Mm-hmm. And we sat down at the table and said, you know, what do we really need and what's making a difference? And we put some objectives around them. And a month later, met again and made some decisions to delete a few and further invest with others. Mm-hmm. And what was the impact of that, of those decisions? 
Well, reduced cost per lead, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because yeah. I think when we look at marketing operations and really looking at, you know, I think today I'm looking at 13 different marketing channels I can leverage between, you know, social marketing, content syndication, mm-hmm. again, chatbots, webinars, podcasts, et cetera. So, you know, looking at that cost per lead and making sure that your SaaS stack is is part of that equation. And um, when I'm spending all this time automating and analyzing the lead, you know, if it's a $50 lead and I'm spending all this technology surrounding that lead, sometimes, right. it's, sometimes it's slowing me down when I look at the, the nurturing and the tiering of some of the nurture streams my biggest worry or what keeps me up at night is, am I stalling my cycle actually? <laughs> right. Inhibiting uh, you know, it. Yes. I could be getting in my own way. Uh, so um, making and adding sure- a lot more complexity than you need to. Absolutely. And I, yeah, I, I think there are some wonderful ABM vendors, but for me, when I have, you know, right now I'm in enterprise, we sell to large brands. And so it isn't thousands and thousands of leads per month. And so I can look at some ABM approaches and make sure that I have my ideal customer profile. I have a strong focus with sales and marketing and that we're not trying to capture, you know, the interest of thousands. Mm -hmm. So again, making sure that you're very clear, are you selling to SMB, mid-market or enterprise audiences? And then what are those ideal customer profiles and the tools and the SaaS stack that complements that the most? Mm -hmm. What are some of your favorite platforms right now for that? I love HubSpot. So Mm -hmm. um, I think that HubSpot's done a wonderful job of late. Um, We just rebuilt our blog in HubSpot and Mm -hmm. it took two weeks and it was seamless and we're thrilled. And I'm looking at that for my website. So uh, again, nothing against Pardot or Marketo or others, but cost effectiveness, easy UI, and you know, uh, ramp time. I'm thrilled with that vendor. I think Drift That's is great. wonderful as well. Mm-hmm. I've just had a great experience with them. And again, it's just a great time to be a B2B marketer. Um, it is. We have so many options. I mean, the innovation, and I was just speaking at a, a B2C CMO um, conference a couple months ago, and I, I got on the plane to come home and I thought, you know, B2C marketers don't, you know, just have the same technology surrounding us. And mm-hmm. um, I think we're very fortunate right now to be B2B marketers. I think so too. Yeah. You talked a little bit about how marketing should partner with sales in terms of the SaaS stack, but... Are there other things that you think are really important in terms of marketing partnering with sales for growth? Sure. Um, I think in the last few years, my experience at um, Proofpoint, which was a security company that I went into pre-IPO and then Coupa as well, when you have the foresight or the futuring of knowing that you will have earnings calls in a matter of quarters and that the pressure is on you know, how much revenue marketing can contribute to. So I've really judged my performance on closed new revenue at the last few growth companies. And that Mm -hmm. requires an all-bound approach. So instead of inbound and outbound, I've combined it to call it an all-bound marketing and sales approach, where we look at conversion rates and stages of um, the sales cycle and what marketing programs, campaigns, mediums, offers fulfillment are contributing to the closed deal. Um, and, and I think that partnership 
between sales and marketing has been or has become more fused than ever before. Absolutely. And and you absolutely need that in order to get growth fast. You need sales and marketing to be on the same page, the systems to be working together and the campaigns to be working together, right? Absolutely. So I've been fortunate in the last couple of companies to either um, have telemarketing in the marketing department mm, or that's um, nice. Again, a very close partnership. I think more and more CMOs are looking at that again as a bridge between sales and the marketing organization that can be shorter and shorter, shorter and shorter bridge. Yes. Um, Really looking at that all bound approach and saying, you know, what is converting from stage one to two to three to four and ultimately to closed revenue and making those tough choices. Sometimes that means that, you know, a medium like a trade show may not be, may have diminished return year over year. And, you know, you may have to make that tough decision out in the field with sales that it's not something that you'll do um, a second or third time. And instead, digital marketing may be proving um, to convert stronger. Mm -hmm. And um, some of our preconceived notions around marketing mediums, you know, we need to be flexible on that in both the marketing and sales roles. It sounds like you've had some great success. If you were to give just one or two tips for B2B marketers today on the things they should be thinking about more than anything else, what would they be? Um, Yeah, sure. I think, you know, keep it simple. Really, you know, keep your eye on the, and the focus on um, revenue and growth. And that really comes from sales. That comes from contracts that get signed and put back into Salesforce. And then I also think the discipline of your, your, your main system of record. So not to get distracted, as we talked about earlier, from you know, one SaaS app, app that may give you some wonderful analytics, but making sure that with Salesforce or Marketo or your marketing cloud, that you're really looking at that main investment and making sure that that's the system of record that everyone judges um, Mm -hmm. your success and your performance by. Mm -hmm. Well, Tara, this has been a really great conversation. I loved your insights. Uh, I know our audience is going to be thrilled to hear what you have to say. And if anyone listening has any follow-up questions or would just like to connect with you, what would be the best way for them to find you? Sure. On LinkedIn, connect with me and um, just love to have ongoing conversations with all B2B marketers. So um, I think LinkedIn is probably the easiest way and um, would absolutely love that. That's great. Well, thank you, Tara. And for our listeners, uh, this channel is sponsored by KEO Marketing. If you're interested in a complimentary marketing audit, you can do that at KEO Marketing. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Tara, thanks again for being on the show. It's been great to spend the time with you and get to know you a little bit better. Fantastic. Thank you, Sheila. I hate it when podcasts incessantly ask their listeners for reviews, but I get why they do it because reviews are enormously helpful when you're trying to grow a podcast audience. So here's what we decided to do. If you leave a review for B2B Growth and Apple Podcasts and email me a screenshot of the review to james at sweetfishmedia.com, I'll send you a signed copy of my new book, Content-Based Networking, How to Instantly Connect with Anyone You Want to Know. We get a review, you get a free book. We both win. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, 
Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.